You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 798. If you want to build a massive business, you got to be able to sell. You got to be able to earn the right. You've got to be able to earn that revenue so you can earn the right to build out your business that you want to build out. Earn the right to hire people to do the things you don't want to do. So step one in building a massive business is become a great salesperson. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Craddock with REI Revive. Excited to be back with you here to do the next part of the series that we've been going through, which is how to build and scale a seven-figure business. What we did last time, we talked about some of the big keys, which you know, one of the main things that you got to do is learn how to learn, right? So that you go on an appointment. If you don't get it, you'll learn why. So that next time you're more likely to get it. We talked about books that you you need to read. We talked about the fact that people want to work with people they like, know, and trust. We talked about the fact that in order to build a business, you've got to earn the right to build out that org chart. You've got to earn the right to hire people. And the only way to do that is through sales, right? So we talked about sales, how to make sales, how to sell our product. Next. We're going to go through a couple more books that will help us really understand sales at a high level. All of these are resources that you've got to grab and got to get. I'll I'll tell you, your life and your business will grow to the extent that you grow. And so if you are not investing like crazy in your personal education, you are just missing out. So one, you need to be investing at least 10% of your income in yourself. I spend 10% on sometimes a little bit more on my my personal education development, being in masterminds, being in groups that are going to make me think bigger, act bigger, and just play bigger, play life bigger, right? And so they also set you up with better relationships, relationships that are also going to draw you out to be the better version of yourself. So that is really, really important. So back to it. Again, you've got to have a lot of sales in order to build it out. So what are some other books that are going to help you really, really, really grow as far as being a salesperson? Again, we talked about learning so that you can learn to be a better salesperson. We talked about the Zig Ziglar Library, which... Well, I'm a big fan of Zig Ziglar. I'll tell you, like a massive fan. We talked about Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people, how to be likable, how to build rapport. Next, want to talk through just how to sell, how to negotiate. So there's a book by Chris Voss that's called Never Split the Difference. Chris Voss was an FBI negotiator. He is a stud when it comes to negotiating. I'll tell you one of the main things that I learned from, from Chris Voss was about anchoring. So when you're out there making deals, one of the things that I found was uh, there's, there's an old phrase in negotiating, he who speaks first loses, right? So when you're talking about negotiating, one of the things that I think is really, really important for us to realize is that there's a term called anchoring, right? And anchoring is essentially speaking first. Anchoring is 
the idea that if, if you meet with a seller and you're working to get a deal done, you ask them, what do they want for the house? And a lot of times someone's going to be like, well, you reached out to me. You sent me the letter. You you sent me, you dropped a, a voicemail on my phone. You know, you give me an offer. And so the key is how do you get them to tell you what they want? Because if somebody can tell you what they want, you can give it to them if it's within your, your grasp, right? So never split the difference. I'll tell you, you just go through that book. And it's going to make you so much better at empathizing with other people, understanding one of the other pieces that he talks about in negotiating is understanding where they're coming from. You ask the right questions and you're going to understand where they're coming from and then you can speak to them. One of the reasons why I follow a lot of politicians, but there's two politicians um, on both on, on two different sides of the spectrum that I think are the best politicians ever um, as far as how they related with people and how they sold themselves to America. Um, One was Bill Clinton. And one of the the key pivotal moments for Bill Clinton was when he was at a town hall meeting and somebody just was telling them all the reasons why they were in pain. And Bill just sat there and he just said, oh, I feel your pain. And I wish I could do a good Bill Clinton accent, but I can't. And America believed that Bill Clinton was feeling this person's pain. And therefore, America ended up voting for him because they felt like he could empathize with them. Um, Ronald Reagan, on the other hand, would, one of his big things, now he literally won the Cold War without firing a shot. So you see Ronald Reagan, um, who was battling against Russia, and his whole thing was negotiate from strength in America's bigger, stronger, better economy. You don't want to fight with us because we will win kind of an idea. So Ronald Reagan, he was just a master negotiator. And one of the things that he would always say is negotiate with strength. One of the other things he would always do is is crack a joke. So he would be playful, um, but he's also very serious, right? You, You believed him, but he was also able to be playful. So understand that both of those are very much keys that you need to feel pain but you also need to negotiate from strength. You need to find an area where, where they know that you have the ability to solve their problem. And that if they go anywhere else, they're not going to find that ability to have their problem solved in the same way. So again, that's, uh, that's Chris Voss, never split the difference. Next, and this is uh, one of my favorite books. It's a body language book. If you want to be good at selling you need to be able to read people. So there's a book called, again, it's from an FBI profiler. It's what everybody is saying, you know, two words, everybody. And it's Joe Navarro is the the author of this book. I'll tell you, you read through it, you learn a lot of things. Like when somebody fold, like crosses, crisscrosses their fingers, there's been studies done that show that it makes people think that they're less trustworthy. When people put their hands underneath a desk or underneath a table, they think it's, they're less trustworthy. When people point, people feel less trusting of a person. Um, also, you can read other people. When, when a male rubs his hand through his hair, he's feeling a little bit nervous, um, which I do sometimes. And I'm like, oh man, is this a tell? When a woman starts playing with her necklace, she's feeling very uncomfortable and very insecure or starts rubbing their neck. And so this has actually served me very well. And a number of times where all of a sudden I'm sitting across the table from somebody and I see that they start, the wife starts playing with her necklace and immediately I'm able to stop and ask, I feel like there's some sort of thing that's not being said here. Can you speak to that? 
And then boom, they'll, they'll tell you. And, and so basically if you really want to be a great salesperson, you need to be able to ask great questions, but if you can't read the situation, you won't be able to ask great questions. Finally, and this is, this will be the last one. There's a ton of other ones. I mean, almost anything by Brian Tracy, a lot of Grant Cardone, Seller Be Sold. Yeah, just, just a number of other books that are incredible out there. But the final one I'm going to say is this. And frankly, this one, unless you're good at the other parts, this one will not work for you. And it is a Grant Cardone book. It's called The Closer's Survival Guide. And essentially, it goes through all the different types of closes the ways to close people. But listen, if my wife has written a um, few screenplays, written a few movies, actually a couple of them got produced by, uh, by small indie film companies. And the interesting thing is when you look at it, if act three is not, uh, a lot of times when, it, when act three, the close of the movie, if it doesn't fit well, if it doesn't end well, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, I just need a better act three. But what you learn is, if act three didn't end well, it means that act one and act two didn't lead to the perfect ending. Didn't Act three should write itself. It should be so amazing because the act one and act two led right into act three. Well, the same thing is true with sales. If your whole pre-qualification, your whole presentation, your whole conversation does not lead to a sale, you can't say, well, I'm just bad at closing. It means that you've not set yourself up yet for it. Now, I will say this. Sometimes people are afraid to ask for the sale, ask for the close. They'll build the bridge, they'll build rapport, they'll have great conversations with people, but then they will not close the deal, right? If you build the bridge, you got to walk across it and ask for the sale. So most entrepreneurs are not afraid to ask for it, but some are, right? Some are very, they just don't want to ask the hard questions. So you got to be able to ask the question. You got to be able to build rapport, walk across that bridge that you built. If you want to build a massive business, you got to be able to sell. You got to be able to earn the right. You've got to be able to earn that revenue so you can earn the right to build out your business that you want to build out. Earn the right to hire people to do the things you don't want to do. So step one in building a massive business is become a great salesperson. The books that I just gave you, the resources I just gave you will help you get there. The second thing is, I'm not telling you how to do it. Maybe you want to do regular wholesaling, right? Boom. Then get the wholesaling class. Maybe you want to do virtual wholesaling. Boom. Get the program on virtual wholesaling. Maybe you want to do land. Maybe you want to do radio. Whatever it is, maybe you want to do cold calling. Whatever it is, get those things so that you can be excellent at it. Don't just try to figure it out on your own, right? I spend money on coaching because I want to figure this out and figure it out fast. I want people to compress these decades into days, right? So spend the money to get it done, to figure out, to have somebody show you the path and get where you want to go a lot faster with the sales. And then you can build out your business. And when you build out your business, you can build out the life that you've always wanted. So with that said, uh, again, I, I work with the REI Revive program. And if you look at your business and you're bringing in massive numbers of leads or any, or even small numbers of leads. If you're bringing in leads at all, you need to figure out how to monetize them because it will make you more money. It'll help you be able to afford to hire more help and more leverage faster. So if you can do that, 
you're going to be able to grow your business a lot faster. You're going to get worlds ahead if you can bring more revenue into your company. So if the REI Revive program is something you want to look at, schedule a call, go to the Wholesaling Inc. forward slash revive website, and either me or somebody on the team will jump on a call with you, look at your business, and see whether this is a business where the REI Revive program will help you monetize those leads and uh, be able to build out your business faster. So we're going to continue on with a couple more ways to scale the business here in the future. Hopefully this is helpful. And until then, go out, kick butt, take names, make it an amazing day. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.